Hello, and welcome to the Trail Manners Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Manning, coming to you from the beautiful trails in Ogden, Utah, but connecting you to wherever trail, ultra, and mountain running takes us. We'll bring trail running to life with amazing athletes, discuss the latest topics, epic journeys, and get you stoked for your next trail adventure. We're sharing the moments that make life special, because even a rough day on the trail beats a good day indoors, and nothing beats time spent with good friends and great stories. Catch us here weekly for your dose of dirt, hurt, and good vibes. So now, it's time to top off your water, grab some cheese curds, and join us for this week's podcast, where we take you deep into the heart of our sport. It's go time. Hello and welcome to episode number 329 of the Trail Manners Podcast. The Trail Manners Podcast is produced for your enjoyment and show notes are found at trailmanners.com. Come back often and please feel free to add the podcast to your favorite RSS feed or iTunes. You can also follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Trail Manners. And don't forget to subscribe, review, and rate us on iTunes. Trail Manners would really appreciate any donations via our website at trailmanners.com. And please remember to share us with your friends. All links are in the show notes. Now let's get after it. All right, welcome back to another episode of the Trail Manners Podcast, episode number 329. Today we are here to talk about RUFA. R-U-F-A, running up for air. We'll get into that in just a little bit. Launch date is January 9th, 2024. Hope you enjoyed our last episode with Kim Haslam. That was super fun and got some really unique training tips um, from that one. And I'll uh, practice those at some point in my life since I'll never be fast. Uh, But this one, let's uh, start off with the beer of the week before we get rolling here. Beer of the week this week is from Bewildered Brewing Company, Haze Hugs. Hazy IPA. I will give this one out of five. We don't have a rating system yet, but out of five whatevers, we're going to give it a three. So I apologize. Not one of my favorites. Busted it out today just for the show. It's really sexy can, but that's pretty much where it lies. But we will not let this go to waste. Let's go ahead and introduce our guests. We have three sitting around the workbenches today. We've got Tara, Shannon, and Amy, how are you three today? Hello. Hey, what's up, Eric? Good. All right. So this is fun. We've got four microphones rocking right now, and we're here talking all things Rufa. So, Tara, let's start and say what what the heck is Rufa? Oh my goodness. Well, thanks for having us back. Sure. Appreciate that. I think I was thinking today. This is probably I don't know, like the fourth or fifth adventure i i think right like somewhere in that somewhere world that, and we've it's had been a um, lot of years we've had a couple about rufa before we've had yes. jared on and yep done a couple others and so it's good to be back and brought a couple members of my team here today so i'm glad they could be here and if anything just keep me sane and in and, check yeah in check and yeah i thought it was the muscle to come and just right. like escort you up It's the just stairs. the same thing we do on race day. <laughs> It really yeah. is. We just so babysit. <laughs> I need it. So it's it's appreciated for sure. It's, just a, it's a trial run, just warming up again for uh-huh. race day coming up. Yep, so. it's good. And that's coming up really soon. It so is coming up. Most of you guys know that um, Running Up For Air or RUFA is an event, an endurance event where 
at various locations around the West. And here in Ogden, we start at 29th Street and we go up and down to the peak as many times as you can in the chosen time frame for each participant. So there's like a three hour, a six, 12, and a 24 hour time slot. And someone can pick any of those time slots and go even just one time and call it good. Somebody has done that before that I know pretty well. I think you. Maybe me. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I don't do my research real well, but it's probably me. You won that year. Big time. And um, so, yeah, it's just a really, it's a fun time. But the the main objective, it, it's not necessarily one of those races where you're out there, you know, trying to like beat everybody or like be the, the king or queen of the mountain. It's a fundraiser. And so what we're doing here is we're getting above the bad air, which settles in to our valleys in Utah really badly this time of year where the air quality index or the AQI just goes so high and it just gets in our lungs and in our heads, it causes headaches, et cetera. And the only way as endurance athletes we can keep training through the winter in this gunk is to get above it. And so, yeah, back 10, 11 years ago, Jared Campbell in Salt Lake created this event while he was training for the Barkley Marathons. And so it became um, a thing between friends where they would bet each other how many laps you could do. And then that, that money started going to different um, charities that worked with clean air initiatives in our area. And so as that event continued to grow in Salt Lake, other, I guess, chapters or other event spaces became um I guess, needed to, to host more people. And so uh, we brought it up to Ogden. And so we have been doing that now. This is our fifth year, believe it or not. It's crazy. It's crazy. And so after five years, uh, we have around um, 100, 120 people. And it's just a really fun day. It's just a community-based and driven event. And most years we raise between 30 and 40K, just our little Ogden group, and um, all of our money goes to Utah Clean Energy and also Breathe Utah. And another exciting thing for this year is that Running Up for Air, our actual entity, is now a 503C. So we have qualified and are now like a, a legit charity. And so we have the option now to use the money and directly sponsor other clean air projects or, or things perhaps in specific areas where those charities I mentioned don't reach, like in Ogden. Yeah. So, yeah. so when you say when you say Ogden too, so this one is Malin's Peak. Yes. This is the one you go up to, and there's six now events or chapters, if you will. Um, and I'm going to rattle that list. So February it kicks off, uh, second and third at Grandeur Peak in Salt Lake City, and that was the first location. Is that right? That's the, the right. kind of the uh, home base, home base. mothership. Go up and down uh, West Grandeur. Yeah. Before permitting and then now it's just from the church fork side up and down which is and now also or february 9th and 10th we have mount sentinel in missoula and kiev peak rock canyon in provo then we kick it down to ogden the 23rd and the 24th we got malins then also in colorado pine colorado staunton staunton rocks 23rd 24th it winds up march 9th which is my daughter's birthday so oh. that's fantastic so i can't make the one in issaquah okay. uh tiger mountain and i like the word issaquah anyway so that's Fun. why i had to say that but yeah six events um going pretty strong um and so let's talk a little bit about the event itself uh let's let's kind of just if we can just kind of reel it into malins here in ogden because that's yeah. you know your race director you got your team here uh the one we're familiar with at the show and the one we want people to get out to 
you know, all of them, because there's people listening everywhere. So get out to these other events. But let's talk Malins. Malins, six miles round trip, um, three miles up, three miles back, if you're bad with math. Um, that's six. <laughs> um, you get about 2,300 feet per lap, lap. right? Mm-hmm. So off the top of your head, or do you have it on your cellular device? Do you have any idea what the kind of the records are? Oh, gosh. Or close to it? Yeah. Um, like 24 hour. What do you think? So I believe the 24 hour record is held by Ian Ferris. Okay. Um, Makes sense. Utah guy. <laughs> and um, I'm going to totally be bad at the numbers, and I'm sorry. I can look it up in a minute. That's all right. I should have had that. But um, I believe he did a whopping, could have been 14 or f- 15. We're going to say 15 because yeah. it's just, we always round up. So, I mean, <laughs> it makes was, more sense that way. I believe that was, um, that was a couple of years ago. And next, the next record goes to Jose Cruz. Mm-hmm. And so he had one lap behind that. And that was the following year. I think that was COVID. That was 2020. So and if you're saying 15 laps. Yeah, do that's that. 34,500 of climbing. Yeah, that's more than hard rock. That's pretty, pretty stout. And you're in the snow. In the snow. It's all within 24 hours. And so let's do that 15 times 6. Anybody got that off the top of their head? I can do the math. I just wanted to see if anybody was super smart. <laughs> yeah, I can't. And yeah, I that's uh, 90 miles. 90. Oh, yeah, <sighs> Without a calculator, Somewhere Shannon got there. that. She got. She was <laughs> like waiting. She was waiting. <laughs> so glad you're here. Um, so then we go to the 12-hour. What do you think there? Yeah. T- so 10 laps? Mm-hmm. For sure, I know that the record holder for men's and women's is Andrea Christensen. And this wait, she has the record for the men's and the women's. Yeah. And was it that last year? Yeah, yeah, that Whoa. was insane to watch. Crazy, right? It was wild, and it was she's amazing. Tight on the last lap, yeah. right? Like she was pushing. Oh, I it. remember that. That was that intense. last lap was, was pretty so quick, good. and it was her against her. She was yeah. beating her own record from the prior year. Wow, and uh, yeah, she's amazing, and she did ten laps. Ten laps, which wow. is bonkers because she... you're looking at okay, just so everyone knows out there, we call it the social lap is probably around two hours. Like if you're just, you know, taking a social lap and the conditions are, you know, winter conditions, two hours is a good general, you know, good general time. You're not hurting yourself or putting yourself at risk. You're hanging out, chatting. When you're getting under that, like an hour and a half is a pretty good summer day, like a training day on Maylands from 29th. And then like when you're close to the hour mark, I don't even know what that looks like. Like I personally, I I, I don't know. <laughs> I can Which is crazy to say because I feel like you kind of part own Mayland. No. Like you're known on Mayland, especially on Mondays. It's it's insane. So yeah, Andrea, she's a rock star. That was so ten awesome. laps in the twelve. That only beat me by nine. I know. So <laughs> you're so close. I was. I'm training more. Single now. digits. Well, I hurt my my flan, one of my flanges on my left hand whittling that year, and so I couldn't go a lot because the blood would pump too hard out of yep. it. So uh, six hour. What do you got there? Four or five. Yeah. So that's currently. I know the men's is held by um, Ryan Montgomery. Okay. He did five laps in six hours, Man, that's... and he still had like I think twelve minutes to go. He could almost got another one. <laughs> yeah, he was so close. Slacked down that last lap. Like, he regrets it now, I bet. <laughs> but then uh, he beat um, Mike Ambrose's record, which was the the first record of that, and that was incredibly fast too. So that was really really fun to watch. And then um, Jane Mouse has the women's record, and she did the fastest 
but not the five. So she did the fastest four laps yeah. in that time period. And I can't off the top of my head remember what that was, but she was just cranking. So. And, it's, and it's pretty much always been in the February window, so you never know what trail conditions are going to be like, <laughs> um, whether it's good snow, whether it's icy. And again, if you're going through the night on this 24-hour one, early morning on the 12, conditions change, more people get on it when it warms up, turns a little sloppy, um, a lot of slip and slide, spikes, screws, toboggans, um, everything being used um, on the trail. But one of my favorite things about it, and the reason I do come out and just do one lap is, you know, it is in the backyard, so it's something you just do. Um, but the community, the community is fantastic. You've got, you know, you're out, there's always like what we consider like the world-class runners, right? The ones you see in magazines and stuff, right? They're really fast, special ones, right? But then it's just like everybody can participate. And I think that's the beauty of it. It doesn't feel like, like you mentioned before, you're not competing against really other people. You know, you're kind of competing, seeing what you can do that day. Um, how have you seen the community change um, because it definitely has over the last, say, five years at Maylands at this event. What what have you seen with those changes? That's a great question. And I think about that a lot. And it's it's funny. I swear the older I get, the more nostalgic it becomes and the more emotional it becomes. I remember last year at the award ceremony, which we have immediately right after, like, the clock stops ticking. So, you know, we start at a 6 p.m. Friday evening, and then we end everything at 6 p.m. on a Saturday evening. And I was standing there handing out the awards, and I just couldn't stop crying. It was so embarrassing. I was just standing there like <laughs> I was embarrassed for you. I was there. Oh my gosh! Like you, you were so tired. Should've... Yeah, <laughs> there's that. Right? I so think tired. It was like oh sleep deprivation. But it's just what you like what you said. So I'm just standing there, and I'm gonna try not to do that right now, thinking about it. But you're just looking out at everybody, like all of our people, you know, all of the Ogden runners, and gosh, like. And even some who, you know, crept in from other areas of the state, you know, and came to check out Ogden. And maybe it was because the races were too full in other areas or maybe because they wanted to just see what Ma the Maylands area was like. But it was just such an amazing thing to see. And there are people who come and it's their first year. They're like a one and done, which that's fine. That's how that's kind of how I'd be, I think. <laughs> and um, then there's some who make it a point to do it every year. There's people who like to try to do all of the rufas in Utah, and that's really cool. Mm -hmm. there, we should come up with an award for that. I was just gonna say there should be like a an event or a, a medal, something special, like a buckle, like a cool something. Stanley, because yeah. we give oh. mugs. <gasps> so we do like a, a custom Stanley. There you go. It's winter time. You need to keep your 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 beverages warm. Yeah, yeah. that would work. So how have I seen the community change? Yeah, it just it shifts like. It shifts from people participating to people volunteering. We have a study group of over 70 people volunteering every year, which is almost like a concierge experience for the racers, right, if, yep. with those odds. And um, we have younger kids to older folks who are out there. And the funner thing, I think, is just through the winter, when you go out and you're in the Maylands or Taylor Canyon area, People are out there just cranking. They're just out there doing their thing. Maybe they have their headphones in, head down, and they're just out there, I guess you call it practicing, getting their laps in. Yeah. And it becomes almost like a, hey, how many did you do today? Or, you know, what do you want? Or That's why I stay off it in the winter because it's always, how many did you do? One. It's One. Yeah. I made it to the bridge today. Um, but it is, it's a really fun community. And there's like, as you mentioned, we've had people from out of state show up for sure. Not just the, you know, the, our area and, and 
the Ogden area, Malins is kind of like a, its own little mystique, its own little thing. Like everybody knows what it is when you say people come and check it out. Mm-hmm. Um, it is one of those things, and you know we are known here for the great trail running um, opportunities. Um, but it is fun to see people from out of state come. Um, like you said, whether it's they couldn't get somewhere else, it was convenient, families here, um, whatever. But there's always like the same group, and then another group that's rotating. Mm-hmm. It was kind of a little bit different as well. Um, so seeing the growth of that is pretty fantastic. And you're right, during the wintertime, it is another community in itself, you know, seeing people all up and down the mountain and uh, training or getting ready um, for their race. Um, so with the race, we've got Amy and Shannon. You're the race director. And, and what's, the, what's Shannon, what's your title? Am I timing guru? Is that what you titled me last year or something like that? She's getting a promotion tonight right here. Here we go. Here we go. You've heard it first. Timing director. Timing director. The timing president. Okay. You just changed again. Give me a red phone. You just got another. I need a red phone for that. Oh, yes. We'll get your red phone. You went from guru to director to president. I am known to have a megaphone. So you do the timing. I do the timing. And the laps. I did. I did the race once. I'm going to say this. I did the race once. And when you talk about the evolution um, of change, I was was 2020 the second year. I think it was the second year. That's when I did it. It was right before COVID. Um, I did the 24 hours and that was great and all. But I keep coming back. And I tell myself I'm going to sign up for laps and then I just can't get away from the volunteering because not only is it a lot easier, but uh, the vibe, it's just the vibe. The volunteers are what got me through my 24 hours. And so then to get to come back and do that for somebody else is really, really fun. Well, and you bring a hype station all by yourself. I do try to. You know, I mean, people, she's an all-day party. It's yeah. All day she party. Is and an and day people party. come in. They're always happy to see you. You know you know their names even without... There was, one, there was one dude last year that was not... Well, there's always not, one. But there's always one. There's always but, one. Yeah. But yeah, I mean... But I try to make it a good time. Well, that's and, what it is. Whilst also staying organized and getting, you know, the job done, so... The details. That's yeah. the best thing about having Shannon there is that she can see the details even when... We're 18 hours into the thing, and she's talking to me. And you know, 10 minutes later, I'm like, "Oh wow, Shannon's been there talking to me." I'm not, I'm not really sure. Tara's why. glazed over. I got it handled. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna so, go run some math in my car. I'll be right back. She would disappear and do math in her car, but yeah, that's that's a huge yeah. thing. Timing, president. Thank you. Congratulations on your promotion. Yes, man, this is a great show already. <laughs> we could end there, and this would be world class. So we'll see, Amy. What what is your title role? Um, with, are we getting any new ones today? I mean, we've got another one coming. Am I gonna be getting a promotion? <laughs> oh yeah. Are we chucking <laughs> promotions out? We are totally. Let's uh-huh. do it. So, so we'll Amy's role is. Thing. Go ahead. What's your role? Um, we'll just make up a promotion. I hold some papers and I check people in. So, so you. I, I check people out and in. Of out. the event <laughs> of the volunteers of. Yes. Yes. Okay. She's the director of volunteer coordination. You're the director yes. of papers. Yes. <laughs> That's what you are. All thing paper. Yeah. So, I mean, last year I really was kind of navigating traffic, telling runners where to go, where to check in, getting volunteers, assigning them where they need to be, and kind of just facilitating all of that and seeing the big picture of, okay, we've got this many volunteers checking in at this time. Who do we need where? Where are we lacking? Where can we use extra help? And kind of just moving and facilitating and checking and make sure every, making sure everybody is doing good during during their whole shift doing what they need to be doing yeah 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Boom. Okay. And if I can do a big shout out to the other team members. Sure. Absolutely. Here, you know, life, right? So Shani Watson, she lives down in Salt Lake. She's our peak specialist. She's Ooh. up on the peak. We'll get so into that good. too. She's so good. She I'm excited to talk that. that. Yeah, she is wonderful, and we appreciate her. And um, that's a hard job. Like that's a that's a tough one. And she's just up there, happy to be, and does the whole the time. Up there. The whole time. <laughs> yep. And then of course we have the lovely Mr. Brandon Musgrove, which he is our logistics captain at arms. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds good. I'll tell him. And um, Monica Lee is our. I would say our aid station extraordinary yes. liaison. Wow. Yeah. These I know. Are really good titles. I, just, I know. I think just I need wait, to make guys. us some Every other race I'm, I yeah. interview people, it's like something coordinator, something coordinator, something. Now it's like guru, yeah. president. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, this is, you got to crack the code with this group, though. This is, think, there's a lot going on. If I can say, like, just real quick, just the biggest shout out and love to these guys because none of us get paid like this is all just for the love of, of being out there and doing this like like nobody sees a dime out of this like everything that comes in goes back out and um i mean that's just the beauty of how this event works it's really a labor of love and through the years as the team has grown like it just not only does it make the day go smoother it's just so much fun and knowing that we each have such a huge role in that and making it all come together it's just made it more enjoyable. So, yeah, I really appreciate these guys a lot. Well, and it, you can tell. Um, you can always see. I mean, it's always got, it. like I said, a good vibe the whole time, you know, because it is a long event. I mean, it's a 24-hour event, but there's also setup and teardown and behind the scenes um, that no one sees. Um, but it is a fun event. You don't know of any – if there is any quirks or things, you never know about it. Um, you don't – and. It, I mean, you always have a one or two, but at the end of the day, I mean, people love it. You know, they stick around. They see who's coming in next, even when they're done. Um, you hang out between laps. Maybe you want an extra quesadilla or, you know, whatever's going on. <laughs> Those quesadillas, man. They'll catch you. They'll yeah. get quesadilla you. Quesadilla and a Coke will get you up in yep. I'm going to have to start having an aid station in the yeah. podcast. We'll have like a little buffet on the side. <laughs> yeah. Or those hand pies. Oh, those are good. Can we talk oh. about those for a minute? Go yeah. for it. Yeah, we need to do a shout out. We need to do a little shout out to Brookie Bakes, mm-hmm. who provided magical hand pies and i don't know i mean they are really amazing hand pies but you know when you're depleted whether you're tired or you've been running a race and you eat something and it tastes like magic that's what brookie's bakes hand pies did to me this year i texted tara and i'm like um we're we're having brookie bake brookie bakes right because that's the only reason brandon and i are volunteering again so if we can pull some strings and get them to us again because that that was really really great I second the book Brookie Bakes. I love the place. Yeah. Okay, Brooke, coming at you. Yeah. <laughs> no pressure. None at all. <laughs> but let's let's talk the volunteer um, angle for a minute because there are a lot of shifts. Uh, the in- interesting, intriguing one is the one on the peak. Mm. So this volunteer group of people, um, different shifts, everything else. You're on top of Malin's Peak, which mm-hmm. is almost seven thousand feet mm-hmm. uh, in the winter time. Um, there's zero cover on the peak at all then it's never windy um <laughs> so uh it's it always interests me it's like you got the legit tent up there yeah like the legit 12 season tent not the four season you got the big hardy one mm-hmm. um but they're up there I, and even if it's like a four hour shift doesn't matter it is cold as stuff yeah right it's freezing when you're not moving that's, that's the thing day. you're standing yeah. up there it's just an ice box because you see people in the parking lot at the turn at the 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 
finish, right, at the mm-hmm. aid station, freezing cold. Yeah. Right? And they're a lot lower, and you can move around and get in your car. But, yeah, what's what's the... What's that group like? Are they just a bunch of crazies? You know, I think because they got to hike up there too, right? That's true, and that's, I think that's what gets them too. Because you, you hike up there and you get kind of sweaty, and yeah. you're kind of yeah. just hanging out up there, and that could be, you know, detrimental if they're not aware enough to know how to be, like how to kind of do that, you know, like change of clothes and change of socks, keeping your feet warm you know because you're standing on the snow or hopefully snow this year if yeah. it snows <laughs> and um yeah i mean just and having the enthusiasm for the runners which is such a cool thing because the three of us are down at the base and you know we just hear so much like positive input from how their experience was on the peak and you know clearly we want them to just be at the peak and come back down you know they can hang out if they'd like but it is you know, come back down. <laughs> so you're safe. But um, yeah, we have like disco balls and music and um, all those kinds of things just to keep people hyped through the night and the day because, you know, we're because all of the different race options are staggered and um, they're not, you know, we have a six hour event. There's not just one six hour time slot. There's three. Or same with the 12 hour. We have a 12 hour this year that goes through the night and one that goes in the morning on Saturday morning. So there's all different priorities really for who's out there. Is it the 24 hour runner who's just slogging and trying to make maybe a two or three hour lap? Or is it like the six hour runner who's trying to get down in an hour? You know, like, so there's such a variety of people and um, the people who are on the peak are really good at noting who needs what and how. And I think that's, again, just a credit to the volunteers because mm-hmm. we've all been at events, whatever that looks like, and, you know, it's okay, this aid station does this, this one does this, but you're the complexity of this thing with the different time slots and the multiple times, right? So the, the, the three-hour, the six-hour, the 12-hour, the 24, and now seeing on there there's a 24-hour team option. Uh, to keep track of that timing-wise – right yeah. is is a challenge mm-hmm. you know because you got people starting at different times trying to keep that accurate right. um because they're going at some point there's a big herd of people on the hill <laughs> yes. right it gets a little busy on that yeah Saturday. you know there's definitely times when there's not you know when they're in the 24 hour or something but that's mm-hmm. a big thing that not a lot of races have to deal with no and i feel like we get a chance especially for the 12 and 24 hour people um, we kind of get a chance to get to know these runners a little bit and yeah, sure. start learning their names and start noticing sort of what their lap times are looking mm-hmm. like. And nothing is better as you're coming up on that three-hour lap and you're dying slowly inside. But having someone call you by name at the top or the bottom, wherever, and cheer you to whatever this point is that you're trying to get to, um, that's such a fun vibe that I don't think you get at all the other races where you do have these big herds of people. It's really fun that it kind of funnels into different time zones, if you will. Um, so we get to see the racers coming in and get to know them by name and stuff. Well, and then you've got the, when you come down, you have the aid station, a big tent, but they have where the drop bags are and some runners just mingle, hang out, Mm -hmm. sit in a chair, talk to other people, you know, and again, there's some that are looking at maybe, 
going faster, getting the extra laps. But it's kind of fun, too, when they're sharing stories, right? Yeah. Oh, man, it's getting icy here. Did you see this? Yeah. Or, you know, things like that happen. Or they do a lap together. Oh, man, you smoked the last one. I couldn't keep up with you on the or downhill. you saved me on that lap. Thank you for being yeah. there with me. And I think when we go back to it, I mean, that's, to me, the the most magical part. I, I know it's a fundraising component. We need good air. Um, but it's it's the fun part is that community. You know, it's just mm-hmm. people coming together all walks of life and the commonality is they're freezing on a mountain <laughs> at some part of the day and just enjoying the hell out of it. Yeah. And so I think that's pretty neat. And then the volunteers, you say like 70 ish because you've got time slots, you've got the peak, you've got check-in, you've got timing, you've got aid station, you've got all these other things you have to deal with that again, um, aren't always normal for other events, you know, timing and, and, place and things like that so how's the uh, volunteer spreadsheet looking this year it's good yeah yeah it's really good we've had an an amazing outpouring of help from a lot of the women's groups in salt lake whether it's the women of the wasatch or women of the ascent there's a couple different groups and the trail sisters in salt lake they've all been on it and a lot of people have signed up so i encourage all you guys up here in ogden if you're planning on volunteering, you better get on it because, like, the slots are filling up. It's um, it's been kind of uh, what's the word? It's it's all just kind of happening this year. Likewise, with registration numbers are up, um, probably forty percent as today versus last year. Wow. Um, so things are doing really well, and um, we're just rolling forward it's really exciting you know once the holidays are over and like the kids went back to school today it's like okay here we go like you know you gotta you're planning and preparing everyone's working hard you know to get to race day but now it's like okay january ready let's we're digging in so that's (laughs) well and i think that's the beauty if if you're listening or you want to be involved or you've thought about getting involved it's a great opportunity the volunteer side's fantastic because you know, I, I working at my day job because you know it's my moonlight gig. Uh, the day job um, for a nonprofit, people always say, "Oh, I'd like to help more, but I don't have the time." Or, like you know, your your things are from three to six. I work. The beauty of volunteering here, you can take like a two a.m. shift. Yeah. So you know what, folks, your kids are sleeping. Yeah, you can sneak away at two a.m. Just lock the door from the outside, <laughs> and they can't get out. They're but fine. there's a lot of opportunities to volunteer, and I think that's great. And if you can, just be there volunteering to see what it's about. You don't have to be an Uber athlete to even participate. Um, I mean, it is kind of a joke, but, you know, I love signing up and just doing one lap just to be there, be a part of it, um, and just hanging out, you know. So I think that's the other thing. You can sign up for a the 12-hour event, and if you get three laps, great. It's not something you have to think, okay, I got I to gotta do this for 12 hours, and that's not the case. Um, it's a great event anybody can do, and you really can. Um, just making it yourself and with the proceeds going to a good cause. Um, that's a great opportunity. Is there a cap for registration overall? Yeah. I mean, from the get go, when we first started, um, we agreed with the forest service and permitting to have that be 150. Okay. But the way that works, it's 150 feet on the mountain gotcha. at a time. So we actually have a lot of room to still grow, but so yeah, 300 feet, <laughs> yeah. most likely. <laughs> It's interesting, though, looking at it, last year was our largest event. I don't know if I, I don't really want that to get much bigger. I don't see that because I know that it loses the charm. And it's really important to me 
to keep that in Ogden. I think we just have something really special here. And, you know, most of us who live in our area live here for a reason that we're not living in the big city or the that air. we're not living in certain places. Yeah, right? <laughs> the winter air. The air. That's why I'm here. It's clouds. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> makes, it makes me smoking unfiltered in the summer nothing <clears throat> but i mean you know it's just the thing like when you look around and you see different people from the community like i mentioned whether it's their first time running it or their fifth like everyone's out here together supporting it because we want to make a difference for our community and it doesn't it doesn't fall under any political group or any like socioeconomic group this is just purely we're out here rather than doing nothing about it we're doing something about it. Yeah. And I don't really know, you know, I'm just a me, I'm a mom. Like I don't really have like the opportunity to go stand and, you know, say my, my piece about how I feel about this or that, but I can with this and donating my time and other resources, I feel like it can make a difference. And I know that that's why everybody else tries to get involved too. And that's what keeps me going. So what, like, who can participate though? We just kind of mentioned it, but like who, who can participate in this event? I mean, what, what to do one lap, what do you need? Here's something that I think is really cool and why this was the first and I think so far the only trail race I've ever done. (laughs) Hey, let's do a 24 hour race for your first one. That sounds dumb, but why it felt safe for me was because I wasn't going out on like a 40 or a 50 or 100 mile route where I'm 50 miles away from sort of safety or somewhere I know. It's at most, what, three miles away. Worst case scenario, I'm three miles back down the canyon to a car where I can warm up and get food and whatnot. So it felt comfortable to me that as a sort of beginner, I could you know, just take it one lap at a time, take, carry what I needed and know that I had, um, aid stations, you know, three miles apart. So I think it's a really good opportunity for, um, beginners, even though it seems like, you know, something that's maybe a little bit, um, of a big bite to take, um, that six hour and just, you know, getting out there or maybe the 12 and going for two laps is, it's a nice way to do it without, um, you know, putting yourself at risk. Well, and I think, too, because like we talked about earlier, Malins is known. Everyone in this community knows Malins. And we have a lot of people in the community, of course, the trail running community that know Malins and have done Malins and know what that's like to maybe challenge yourself to do a few extra laps or see how many you can do. But I run into people all the time. You know, I'm a hairdresser and I get to talk to people all the time that, oh, I like hiking. So it's a conversation. Where do you hike? Where do you like to go? And I always ask, have you ever done Malins? Because it's one of my favorite trails. I love to hate it. It's one of those Amen. every single Amen. time. It never gets easier for me. And it's just one of, it's my favorite trail. And so coming in contact with people who are what they consider, quote unquote, just hikers, it's like, come out and do Rufa. Just do one lap. It, you don't have to be this elite ultra trail runner to come out and enjoy it. And when they get there and they can feel the magic that is Rufa, because I really feel like it is, whether it's the volunteers, everyone cheering each other on, the other runners, because you're on the mountain with other, those elite runners. So you feel like, oh, okay, I'm a part of this, you know? And so to be able to get encouragement from one another, where it's like, okay, they're not better than me. We're just out here doing the same thing. And yes, it's great because it is a fundraiser. We all want cleaner air, but just to have that personal accomplishment and trying to get that even if it's one, because some people have never done Malins before. So to be able to experience what we have with this race, I think is very, very special. 
And I think it's always fun when you have events, when you're continually going like different directions with each other, high five and good job. Yeah. I don't care who you are. If you feel like butt and someone says, man, you're doing awesome. You look so good. Yeah. You, fresh, you know, they're right? lying, yeah. Yeah. but you appreciate <laughs> the yeah. lie. It makes you feel good. I mean, you're out there, like you mentioned, you're out there kind of doing the same thing. Um, you're from one, one time up, either you're fast or slow. It's 2,300 feet. Mm-hmm. Right. When up and down, you do it, you're fast or slow. It's still six miles. It really, truly doesn't matter. Um, but I, I just, I've, you know, I've said it before minutes ago, but the community is really what it is. For and sure. going up and down, seeing people high five and chatting. Oh, my gosh. How many laps did you get? Or no, nice job or, you know, things like that is it's something you can't really put into words and de- describe until you have that. And I think that makes a huge difference too. So when you bring that up about the community, and that's why I want to encourage so many more people to get out there. Yeah. Right? Like you don't want to grow it, but let's make sure it gets sold out. All the volunteer spots are taken. Yeah. Um, and you can sign up with a friend, do it with a friend. I've seen family members doing it together. And sometimes someone will do three laps and the other one does one, mm-hmm. you know, just to be a part of it together, whether it's, you know, siblings or, you know, mother, daughter, father, son, whatever it looks like that way. Great grandma and, you know, third cousin, whatever that looks like. Well, we have a um, team option. Yeah. And that's what I, that's Jesus. the next yeah. thing. So this is new, right? Well, we've done it for a couple of years. Okay. And, um, 24 hour team. Yeah. So we, we tried the 12 hour team last year. That didn't really, that wasn't really catching on. The 24 hour team for some reason has been a hit. I mean, this was the second year we did it was last year. And um, we're bringing it back this year, and we're allowing as many people who would like to be on the team as would want to. So far, we have two teams signed up. I think this would be a really fun thing for different like businesses. Yes. They want to bring their team out. And um, one person per team is allowed to go up and down the mountain yes. at a time, and they kind of you know tag off, like relay style. And you don't have to just keep going. Like you can hang out for an hour and yeah. then the next person can go. It's not like super strict, but you won't win then. Yeah. <laughs> you can you can do that anyway. Well, you again, you say it again, and I, I, I like to address this, and I know I'm interrupting you, but when you have a permit and you're allowed something, the last thing you want is to lose a permit because somebody was an a-hole, right? And I've seen it at other events. You just do. People are like, oh, well, you know we can do it because I'm here and I paid or whatever it is. Like, no, we, we have an agreement yeah. and don't risk an, uh, an event because you think you're special. And I've seen it for years at different things. So again, I think I want to bring that up because I do like the team aspect, but I've seen that problem with certain events, not this one, but other events. Um, but yeah, I think it's, it's, it's a good point. Stay, Stay listen to the rules. Yep. And it's, I think that could be, that's an area where I think we could see a lot more growth. I think that'd be really fun just to have different groups come out and like challenge each other. I've often thought about even like some of the different high school cross country teams doing that. And, but I mean, it's, it's hard, but it was just kind of like what Shannon was saying, like it's Maylands and it's winter and a lot of people just don't put all that together, Mm -hmm. but it's usually, it's actually easier in the winter except for you're wearing like 10 more layers, but everything's covered up and it's. Smooth. And you mean the trail. The trail. Sorry. Yes. <laughs> All of your parts are covered. Yeah. <laughs> they should be. They, they should be. be. <laughs> they should be. But it's just, it's an easier route, which is um, something that people don't think of. So yeah, I encourage groups to get on board and, and join. That'd be really fun. I'd lo- I would love to see 
like you say, businesses, Mm -hmm. like competing businesses, put teams in and settle it at Malin's. Yeah. Right. And have a cool name for it. That'd be a lot of fun. Just getting some business. You see that in a lot of things. Like Mm -hmm. when you have the firefighters and the police officers playing softball, softball, come on. Guns and hoses. Let's get them up on the mountain. Get up the mountain. That's what I'm talking about. Right. So stuff like that. So we'll encourage that. And we're going to take ideas from the listeners. Um, on if you have some businesses, we'll, we'll, we'll call them out. We got yeah, no problem we'll, with that on here at all, whatsoever. We'll get them in. So, what what can a runner, an, a participant, let's call it participant because I don't run it. What uh, can participants expect? They show up. What's next? They check in. What do they get? A bib. Yeah. So they get a bib. We've got some great bibs that are um, most okay. Let me just back up a second. Everything that we try to do with Rufa is trying to have zero waste there you go and zero cost so the more things that we can get sponsored or through partners is how we're trying to go because again if i have to spend ten dollars that's ten less dollars that goes for you know what's going on outside there so that's always objective so we've got like some great bibs donated by our buddy kirk for bosco and um they're biodegradable stone bibs so Mm -hmm. everyone look out for those it's gonna be really really hot this year and, um, of course, they get the bib. They get a lot of other fun goodies. Some are going to be a surprise. We're going to get the fifth edition of the Running Out for Air Who rag. Nice. Love that. that is out. I got them on my doorstep today. They are looking pretty good. Fancy. Fancy. Pretty fancy. Um, we're very excited. If I can throw this in here, too, Patagonia is basically our headlining sponsor. Mm-hmm. And they've taken a huge interest in helping to promote running it for air across all of their channels. And they're one of our, like I mentioned, they're, they're our main sponsor. And um, if I can kind of go a little bit sideways with something that I forgot to you don't need, mention. You don't need a blinker okay. here. You go wherever so you I'm want. Gonna, I'm going to cheat and make sure I say this right from my notes here. But, she um, pulled out her flip phone. That's know, awesome. My flip phone. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> oh, sorry. It's a BlackBerry. My bad. <laughs> my BlackBerry and my, my glasses out here. So um, basically... They did, Patagonia did this last year, and I don't know if it's talked about enough within our circles to understand the, not just the generosity, but the scope of their reach. They had last year the first annual, um, it's called the Day of Rufa. And I don't know, have you guys heard of that yet? Never heard of it. Okay. I have. You have? Because mm-hmm, I read the website. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> Cheater. So it's called the Homework. Day of Rufa. And um, last year it was in early June. And somebody, let's just, any of us could join that and you would join on Strava and you would do a virtual Rufa wherever you were. And last year they raised, let's see, what's the dollar amount? I'm scrolling, I'm scrolling. It was a lot of money. (laughs) It was a whole lot of money. It was like close to over $100,000, this whole day of Rufa. And so this year, it's going to be kind of the same thing. Every physical Patagonia store in North America, South America, Europe, and Asia will host this Rufa event and act as the base area start and finish line of the event. So if people can't get to a store, there's going to be the virtual event too. I'm not sure if it's going to be on Strava or not this year. Maybe. But the event is free, but people will be encouraged to fundraise or donate. Um, or if nothing else, just become more aware of air quality issues in their areas, because that's the main goal. Because um, it's not just here. It's not. Just it's here. it's People it's a it's a global thing. Yeah, yeah I mean, global. just look at like my family's on the East Coast, and in, actually in South Carolina, and they had horrible air quality 
all last year because of the Canadian wildfires. Like something you'd never even think about. Like that's Canada. Like most of the people in South Carolina have never been to Canada, but they were inhaling Canada. Do you have the stat on that? Percentage of South Carolinians who've never been to Canada. (laughs) That's gonna I'm gonna get hit on that one. Yeah. So I'll ask my dad. I'll get (laughs) But yeah, so you know, Patagonia has just been just such a wonderful angel donor and there's a lot of really fun things coming out through them. Um, we're going to be, there's a movie that they're producing that will be coming out in their trail running movie festival. Did I say that right? Is that what it's called? Like the trail running fest? You're doing it. Is that, is that okay? Yeah. And so that's going to be out soon and that is going to be debuting. Nobody knows this yet. So I'm going to Now they do. First. <laughs> seven people um, listening know. Yep. All seven. So it's going to be debuting at some of the pre-event specials that we're going to be doing with Running It For Air in Salt Lake, like at the Patagonia Outlet store down there. And um, yeah, I, we're really excited. I wore excited. my Patagonia top just for this podcast, nice. by the way. I see that. It's, it's new. It's nice. I got it for Christmas from a really good person. Okay. She did good. No, I bought it for myself. Oh, dang it. <laughs> 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 so yeah, just lots of fun things going on um, with their help. So it's been really fun. Nice. Well, I think, you know, we'll, we'll touch that. So the, the participants... Um, when they check in though, I mean, the, oh, yeah. the, the, the aid station at the bottom is a buffet, like it kills golden crowds buffet. The only thing you need is a chocolate fountain. We'll get to that later, oh, but oh. it's a big, oh. that's a great idea. It's a really big tent and it's heated and there's just all kinds of options. And again, a lot of it comes from donations. Um, you have volunteers in there. So there's always like a place to warm up at the bottom. Uh, and you do have other, partners and sponsors of the event who are some of the partners and sponsors for the the Maylands event since that's here yeah so we have I'll probably share just with some of them across the board at all the events okay um but specifically in Ogden we're grateful to have Ogden Running Company back with us again this year and they will be on site there on race day as well as the Arcteryx outlet which was formerly known as the Amr Sports Factor Ella, but now it's Arcteryx Outlet. So we're glad that Connor and Jeremy are helping out with that. And um, they're going to be a big part of some other exciting events that are coming up before Rufa starts. And um, uh, folks like, of course, Cthulhu is a good one for this year. And we're hoping they're going to be on site at Maylands doing demos and everyone can try out spikes if necessary. If they need them. If we get some some snow, snow. <laughs> um black diamond of course i've mentioned patagonia hoka and gingy we're gonna everyone at malins will get of course in gingy socks and discount codes for everybody at all the series races um i know i'm gonna forget others rei is a new sponsor this That's year awesome. they're gonna be involved and they're putting out a lot of products for us for some of our other things going on that i'm alluding to before the event um gosh well, is Gnarly back? Gnarly, of course. Oh, Thank God. you. We've got Gnarly. They're my favorite. Gnarly's going to be here. We've got um, lots of other type of food coming through. Uh, Natural Grocers here in Ogden is going to sponsor us again, which is always fantastic. Again, if you don't have to go spend the money to buy the bananas and they can be donated, all the better. So we're, we're really excited to have them. And um, if I'm forgetting anybody off the top of my head, let's see. I can't think of anybody else that's normally there. Taboo Pizza. Oh, that's pretty tasty. We love Taboo Pizza. That's one nice thing, too, about the event is I I came over prepared thinking I've got to have all my own hydration, all my own food for different laps. And then I was pleasantly surprised when I got there and 
people are waiting at the bottom to feed you. What do you need? Yeah. Give me this. Like, <laughs> do you need me to warm up your gloves? What do you, you know, let me refill your water bottles. The reusable cups last yes. year I mm -hmm. thought were really cool. Um, Zero direction. Yeah. yeah. Ultimate direction. Yeah. They'll yes. be helping out again That's this nice. year too. So yeah, lots of, and also still in the works, right? So we're still a few weeks out and have a bunch of options in the hopper. We're still looking for more partners. I'd love to have somebody this year take on the big wedding tent that we rent. That's probably our big, biggest expense as a race because we have to buy, you know, we have to rent the tent. Renting the tent and renting the potties are the biggest expenses and really our only expenses. Um, usually able to get most of our food and beverages donated, which is a great great thing to and have. the tent and the potties are crucial yes yeah for the event big yeah. time big right? time you have to there are potties there on location but yeah. they're closed for the the winter yep. so weather can't do that but yeah so if anybody out there would like to go in on a tent please get in touch with me we would love to have that covered and yeah that's an easy thing you hang up your banners We'd love to have you helping out. And so if you have ideas or want to be a part of it, you can go to um, upforairseries.org. There's ways to communicate through there. Um, that's just one avenue. So is there any chance that you could share any exciting news you keep talking about, or is it still <laughs> super secret? Yes, besides the promotions that these ladies got today. That was the yes. big secret. That was the big news? Yeah. yeah. Presidente. Neither one of them have stopped smiling. I know. They're like, we're good. We're fine. Um, yeah, so, and they got their raises already, too, of course. Jeez. I'm in the wrong be. business. So, yeah, it's really exciting. We are, as a series, we are trying something new this year, and we are lucky to have Hoka kind of being the leader in this. And we're, you know, it, it might be... It might be something, it might be nothing, but we're thinking it's going to be something, and we're calling it Raise the Roofa. And Ooh. Oh, stop it. I know. I love that. I what? It. I just want to do Everybody this. put your hands down. Oh, put your hands down. <laughs> I'm pumping my hands in the air like, no, I don't care. I know, I know. So we're doing the Raise the Roofa, and basically what these events are going to be are going to be pep rally events, and we're going to try them out at four of the six locations where we have races this year. And what that entails is, you know, Hoka will be organizing those through their local sales people and, you know, the people who would do like shoe demos and things like tech that. Tech reps and, and stuff. Exactly. Yeah. Thank you, a tech rep. And so, for example, in Salt Lake, this will be on the 10th. So all of you out there in Salt Lake area. Can you give me a month? Like next week, tenth of January. Yes. So that you got it's tomorrow if you're listening the day this launches. This launches <laughs> oh, yes, on the ninth, right? So if you listen to tomorrow. this on the eleventh, next time you you're better listen when they launch. The one in <laughs> yeah, so don't go to that one. But basically, so like the one in Sugar House tomorrow <laughs> on the ninth. The tenth still. Oh, sorry, the tenth. So let me get this straight. January tenth is a Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, this okay. is what we're talking about. Twenty twenty four. Now go your this turn. This year. Yeah. Okay. Of twenty twenty four. Don't do dates anymore. Just go. I know. Okay. So <laughs> it's at five forty five, and how we're gonna do this? P.M. And at P.M. Thank you. And so what this is trying to do is create more of an awareness to people who might not be someone who wants to come out on the mountain and go up and down, mm. like for Salt Lake, like Grandeur Peak. Okay. And so there will be a 30, a 60, and a 90-minute time period 
where, you know, come out with your dogs, bring your families, bring your strollers, bring your neighborhood, get to the point, try to use like smart public transportation or bikes or, you know, be smart that way because we don't want to create another like air problem by doing more of these. But um, come out and pick a time slot. There'll be a QR code where you can scan to buy raffle tickets for these amazing raffles we're going to have with so many of these sponsors who are going to donate goods. If you'll remember, like on race day, we don't, we're not set up like an expo. We don't have goods for sale. We don't have, you know, like whatever merch to buy, but these will be events where you can do that and you can buy raffle tickets and, you know, get cool stuff from REI, get shoes from, um, normal, get shoes from Brooks or Hoka or we're bringing everybody to the table. This isn't just a one brand thing. Hoka is organizing it, but we're bringing everybody like Kodiak Cakes will be there. Um, It's going to be really, really exciting. So that's the Sugar House event. But for all of us here up in O-Town, we are going to do the same thing, a little more creative. And we're going to, you know, just kind of see, we don't have like a Sugar House Park scenario. So what we're going to do with the fine folks from Ogden Running Company in Arcteryx Outlet, we're going to go back and forth. And we're going to do the same thing, a 30, 60, or 90. And everybody come out. We're going to start at Ogden Running Company at 6 o'clock on the 16th of Tuesday night of January. January. There's <laughs> so, t- that's confusing. Let me so start January, 16th January 16th at 6 p.m. At 6 p.m. at Ogden Running Company. And that's just right off Washington, right by the river. And um, we're going to, you know, this isn't a race. It's more of a, again, it's a pep rally. So come out with the intent to hang out and, like, bring your families you know, maybe you're not going to bring everybody out when you're doing laps on Malins. This is where you bring them and get excited about the event. And, you know, donations through QR code to get raffle tickets for, you know, prizes. The, the prizes at the end. That's the whole goal. And just to, you know, raise the roofa. Just get excited. Yeah, it's just killing me still. I, I love, love it. I love a pep right? rally, too. That's, and that's fun. Yep. January so, 16th. The 16th. And, you, and you're starting at the running company. And then where you say you're going back and forth. Where mm. are you going? So, okay, go with me here in your minds. And, you know, this is, we're just trying to keep it simple. Go with me here in your mind. <laughs> so here we go. So we're going to take the the parkway uh-huh. behind the run company. Yeah. Go right around. off Washington Boulevard. We're going to not go past... We're going to go on to Lincoln, just make an L. Go down Lincoln, and we're going to have a couple volunteers out at the cross sections on the busy road <laughs> and make sure everyone gets across. And you go just down to Arcteryx, give them a high five, get snacks, get water, you know, say hi. You can stop there. You can you can park a car there and call it good, whatever, you know, and then turn around and go back. So- and that's a 0.6 mile. Okay. So the redundancy could be there in your mind, and I get that, but that's what. For how long is the timeline? <laughs> how long is the timeline? You get a 30, 60, that's or 90 minutes. That's oh, not very fine. much. You're, it's not bad. You're you're going to L and back. You're going all the way down. There it is. It's an L. I, she said it's an L, and it's Lincoln. It's an L so, for Lincoln. Yeah. So you're doing that, and you know somebody was asking me the other day, like, gosh, I don't know, it's kind of like redundant. Like we want to get like the serious runners out there, and here's. Here's me. The serious runners need to sign up for Rufa. Then you bring your families out and you come do this and have a good time. Um, there's no prizes. It's just for fun. And uh, it's kind of like an I love you to the community. Like, let's give you guys the opportunity to bring more people out here and um, 
just, you know, celebrate. It's going to be dark. It's probably going to be cold, and we haven't had snow in a while. Watch it be snowing, like, a lot. Mm. That'd be even more pretty. It'll be roofa-y. <laughs> It'd be prettier with snow. It'll be a lot prettier. But no, it sounds we'll awesome. We'll be there with our kids. It'll be a good time. It'll be a fun time. So come see It's, Shannon. again, this event, this rufa is all about community, and that's what the For pep sure. rally is, mm-hmm. too. It's all. So when you say the serious runners, it's redundant. I think serious runners need this. If, and again, what's a serious runner? I don't know. Right? Like, you yeah. could say hardcore. You could say elite. There's all these words, but at the end of the day, it's just supposed to be fun. It's all for right, and this is just another layer of that fun part of things where you can, if you are a quote unquote serious runner, you let your hair down a little bit, be part of a community, whatever that looks like. So it is for everybody, and I'm excited. So that's Tuesday, January 16th. I'll be there. That sounds super fun. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm a serious runner. (laughs) Well, you know that. Be there. Yeah, I'm gonna let my hair down that night for sure. Click out. (laughs) I'm gonna wear a costume. Um, so that's something. So pep rallies. Is yeah. that so, so where do we find information about that stuff? Is there somewhere mm-hmm. people can go to find that information? You know, they're driving in the car, listening to the podcast, they don't have time to write it down. Is there a place they can go? I would go to our Instagram page. Okay. I'm sure by this time it'll be out, out there okay. on our Instagram page. And that's okay. running up for air at running up for air at running up for air. Mm-hmm. So check that out. There's going to be a lot more information um, with that. And again, just um, upforairseries.org. If you need to volunteer, register. Register one of your friends and don't tell them. Yeah. And then take them, take them on a run, then tell them, <laughs> right? And motivate them because they're probably a serious runner. <laughs> and we want to get those guys there too and those people. <laughs> um, so the three of you, give me one. Each of you get one of your best, favoritest, most memorable memories of Rufa over since you've been involved on whatever aspect that looks like. You get one. So who wants to go first? I'll go first. Okay. Here goes. Amy's going to give us her most memorable memory through the years. Just one? Just okay, one. Just one. Just okay. one. That's the rule. So a couple of years ago, I Rufa landed on my birthday, and it was my 41st birthday, and I had kind of told Terry, yeah, I want to volunteer because I had volunteered one year prior and loved it. But I thought, oh, maybe I should challenge myself and I better go complete 41 miles because I'm turning 41. And that was my first overnight race. And it was the hardest thing up to that point that I've ever done. And the exhaustion was crazy and it was freezing the whole time. But all of this like magic that I was talking about earlier, the the feel you get from all the volunteers and how excited they were to see me at the top and people had made signs, happy birthday. Like it was so fun and mem- memorable for me that that was like the, burst, the best birthday party I could have ever had. So people say, oh, are you going to do it again? And I have friends saying that all the time. Are you going to go and do it? I said, well, I'm volunteering. Like volunteering is for this race is so much fun. And even last year, my husband, Brandon and I, he, he's on our team as well. And it's exhausting because we, we help out the full 24 plus hours. We're there Friday afternoon to Saturday night. We tear down and we were driving home, just pure exhaustion. And I said, he said, I know that this is crazy, but I can't wait for next year. And so that's so cool that even as volunteers, like we just, we love our team and we love all of that stuff. So sorry, that was kind of a second little but my birthday. 
So your birthday <laughs> is your favorite memory. Yeah. Of Rufa. Yeah. Okay. I like it. Yeah. That's a cool birthday. Okay. You're down to two. Is it Shannon? Right. My turn will go in order. Here we go. Uh, That's fine. It's really hard to choose. I think, you know, uh, I'm married to one of those serious athletes that we talk about that kind of cringy sometimes. No. Oh, uh, oh No, just with the, no, I just mean with the, you know, the seriousness. Yeah, I'm yeah. not a serious athlete. But um, I have spent 20 years going to his races, doing timing for his events. I remember, uh, I don't know what lap it was, one of my laps uh, go, saying my bib number. My bib number was 80. And I said 80 out because each lap you let the timing person know that you're headed back up. And to hear them echo that and say 80 out and then hearing everyone cheer for me, I just, it was something I never thought I would be able to do. You know, he's the athlete, but for me to line up and challenge myself and do this and hear them call my number going up for another lap, it just full body chills. I felt so hardcore and so cool. That might got me emotional over here. Me too. That totally. just that story. I love that story, and I, I just—it's so just so amazing. I, that's my favorite memory already. Yay! <laughs> I don't yeah. even have one now. Yeah, I think we're done. We're done. <laughs> Thank you. I'm not going to podcast ever again either. We're going to shut the show down. <laughs> All right, try well, to top that okay, one. Well, <laughs> good luck. Okay, I'll try. We you get can one cry pass. On demand, so here we go. So. I have teenage boys now, 15 and 12, I guess kind of a tween, but, and they are my world. I love them so much. And here we go. Um, so the first year of Rufa and actually the second year, my, my Eric, which he's more commonly known these days as Ricky, um, showed up and had on his moon boots. Nice. And he had found his backpack and took all of his school stuff out of it and put in, I think he had like borrowed one of Bryce's like old, like music thingies or whatever on a device. It's not a normal thing. Right. Cause disc man, Bryce. Yeah. It's like a probably who is Bryce is a Walkman is probably Walkman. Yeah. And, um, you know, just, uh, he had like a, a wonky headlamp and he showed up at like dusk to go do this. And he had, Bryce put screws in the bottom of his moon boots and um, he went for it. And I, I can't even explain to you how crazy cool that was for me. And I, I wanted to like walk with him all the way up and just kind of like watch him, you know, just not, I wanted him to have his experience, but I wanted to see it. I just wanted to like see the whole thing up. And so I, I let him go. And then I like, I went up much after, but, was far enough away and it was really snowy that year i don't know if you remember that like 2018 it was super snowy like through the night you're trying to be like an old person yes, 2018. <laughs> and so yeah i just i could see him when he got to the top and that was when like sweet matt gunn is up there and all those guys yeah. and he and eric rolls up like like 10 o'clock at night and it's just like booming from the tent, like, hey, dude, and just kind of cheering him. And I'm just kind of on that last switch back to standing there like, oh, my gosh, like he did it. And that's cool. He's never been up Malin's before. Or I think if he had, we paid him 20 bucks. It was like, <laughs> I'll do it. Oh, here we go. We're going Fourth of July. You know, come with us. And but that was just so special. And he wasn't he didn't wasn't asked to do that. And I don't know if he's even been up since maybe. But um, he gets it. And the young the young people, they get it. Yeah. And there's, it's fun. There's a lot of his buddies right now. So if you're listening, guys, 
that want to sign up and it's a big deal to sign up and you know we'll we'll see if we can get them some help to do that but there's the kids get it and they want to be involved because they this is what they're inheriting from us and it's important to leave them with something that they can look forward to that hopefully won't be worse when they're adults that they're not having to do a RUFA. <laughs> like, this is the 30th annual RUFA. We still haven't figured out how to fix our air, you know, and maybe we won't. I don't know. But like I mentioned earlier, rather than doing nothing, let's do something. This is as something as I can think of. Yeah. And so we're just going to keep rolling with it. So his buddies want to do it? Oh, yeah. There's a, a, a pack of Why them. Why don't they? Why, why not, guys? Let's get it going. Right? Come on. So, yeah. That's we're, awesome. We're That's on a it. great one. I love it. And I think that's the beauty of it is you have them every year. You mm-hmm. said just one. That's always impossible, right? Like you get it. But there's just so many. And every year you get a new one. And then you, something comes up later on. You're All three of you be driving away and go, oh, wait a minute. There was, except for Shannon. Shannon wins. But the uh, everybody else <laughs> will be driving away going, oh, that other time. That was, you know what I mean? I mean, that's, that's the beauty um, of the whole thing. So we talk fundraising. We'll end with that part. Um, the goal this year is what fundraising wise 200k 200 yeah 200k we were double that from last year like we're usually around 100k plus and this is a total from all six of our events and um so our goal this year is 200k and i don't know if you've got a drum roll i've I've got i've got i've got some thing here um it says in turn you will support the ufa series up for air series in reaching its 2024 goal, raising $250,000 by April 30th. We're going for it, guys. That's a lot of money. Well, so that's awesome. I can tell you where we're at right now. This is live as of four o'clock today. Um, as of today, just the runners, because side note, every person that signs up to be in the race has the opportunity to then share a link where they can get friends and family to donate under their name. And that's a huge way of fundraising. That's awesome. And as of today, all of the runners in all six races have raised over $68,000. Whoa. And as of today, all of our partner organizations, which those can be found on our website, have raised over $31,000. So we are cranking and it's exciting and and usually get registration to kind of it gets busier mm-hmm. as you get closer yeah. people are figuring out their plans some people watch the weather um figuring out if they're going to be around some get peer pressured but as you mentioned the partners are like black diamond gnarly nutrition and gingy hoka salt lake running company squirrels and nut butter yes oh, thank you yes my SMB, favorite SMB. uh Ketula, ultra spire women of the wasatch tailwind nutrition those are the ones on the site right now that are i mean those are some heavy hitting brands in the industry um, that are a part of this. So I think that's super cool. The fundraising component is real. It's still a big part of it, but it is also, you know, a different piece of the pie because you got the community part. Mm -hmm. And this is everywhere. Like we talked about the six events. I mean, wherever you're listening, if you can get to one of those, if you weren't familiar with it, I'm sure they need volunteers at the other events. I'm sure there's plenty of money to be raised there as well. Um, but this is so cool to see the growth of Rufa over the past 10 years, starting kind of as a challenge, m- morphing into different locations um, and, you know, other groups just like the three of you and the rest of your team um, putting these on for different different communities. And the communities they're in are all pretty easy to figure out, like they've got communities there for sure. So, all right. So last words of this. I'm sitting on the fence right now. 
I want to register. Not too sure. Can I do it? Is it worth it? I'm not, I, I feel intimidated, right? What would you, each of you get, what do you tell people? You're sitting there listening right now. How do you get them off the, the snide to reg, hit the, hit the register link and get super amped? Everybody's looking at me. So I will say this comes up a lot, to be honest. And, you know, I get more people who want to volunteer usually than who will come right out and want to race or participate. And that's fine. I have to just bring it back to the whole objective of the event is to raise money. So if you kind of scoot back from that, if and I know there's still like a lot of variables that keep somebody from participating, sure. but the whole objective is to fundraise and to, you know, create the opportunity where the money can go to good places that will help with our air quality. Um, so pull the trigger. You don't have to, you sign up for the 24 hour event, just come do one lap, just go, just run to the Taylor Canyon sign, give it a high five and come back. Like there's no obligation for you to like storm the mountain and break the record. If you want to donate in the name of a larger hour race, do that or, or, or come volunteer. We'd love to have you either way. And if I can piggyback on that, the very first year we moved here, um, I remember Tara trying to convince me to sign up for it. And, um, you know, in my mind at that time, I was like, I do this. I'm doing Maylands right now for free. Why would I pay? Why would I pay to go do Maylands? And I think that that's probably common for a lot of people in this area. Like I I could go do seven, eight, nine, ten. I could challenge myself and do whatever, which is true. You could, um, you wouldn't have amazing support and amazing volunteers and amazing aid stations. And you wouldn't be raising money. Like you just said, Tara, for an amazing, um, can I say amazing one more time, uh, for an incredible organization. Missed it there. (laughs) Incredible. Someone's got their synonyms ready. So I think that just being part of something bigger and when you're a part of Rufa, you really, it's hard to explain, like you said, Eric, because when you're there, you can truly feel the community that we have here. And it is something pretty incredible to be a part of. Yeah, I like the word participate. Get get off the couch. Anyone can do it. Anyone. If I can do it, anyone can do it. Um, and participate. It doesn't have to be a race. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be more than one lap. You're participating in a cause and you're helping fix the air quality in Utah when it's needed. And not only that too, I think that having a goal in the winter helps you have something to look forward to and talk about winter blues. I think we all have experienced that at one point or another, especially when the inversion sits in, when the air is so gray and it's dark, getting out and having something to quote unquote train for. If you even want to train for it, you don't necessarily have to be out there crushing the mountain every week to, to participate in Rufa, but just having a goal and having something to set your sights on just gets you out of the house mm-hmm. and being a part of that team effort, even though you're not doing a team necessarily, unless you wanted to sign up with a team, you're just being a part of something bigger and you're able to get those winter blues away. And we have naysayers. Like I've already dealt with um, a bunch of things this year regarding I guess, bad press or people contacting all of our sponsors and trying to convince them not to help because we're wasting time and we're putting athletes at risk by putting them out there in the bad air and lots of things that maybe people don't quite understand maybe as much as they should. And to those, those people, I would just invite them to contact us directly or 
do a little more research about our objectives. Clearly, we haven't had this happen yet, but if, if it would happen that we had a really bad AQI, which is the air quality index, if we had bad AQI day, or even, heaven forbid, we have like a avalanche warning or, or something like that on the day of the race, there are things in place where we would not put people at risk in the what's it in the way of raising money right like that's not our goals like again we're not a corporate machine trying to hit goals just to hit goals like we're really trying to do this the right way and we're not going to like harm anybody <laughs> or we don't want to harm anybody by by doing this so yeah and I think for those people, just come out, check it out, see what it's about. Exactly. I mean, if yeah. you see what it's about, I think it's a lot different. It gets that emotion part of it. And people on the fence, for me, it's the same thing is, man, come meet some cool people. Hang out with some cool people. Yeah. Right? I mean, they're way cooler than hanging out at the mall. Oh. Right? Like, yeah. that's not yeah. a good crowd. No. I mean, when you come <laughs> hang out at, at Rufa, mm-hmm. we're, it's raising the Rufa. Right. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Quesadillas and all day party. Oh man. <laughs> all day party. So we're gonna end with this. So we're gonna do the lightning round. Someone here has been planning for it. So all three of you are in the lightning round. You're all answering a question, and you don't have time to think. And this is not a paragraph answer. This is a quick, to the point, precise answer. Okay. So I'm not gonna say the question. We're gonna start with Tara, but you're all gonna answer it. So the longer you take, the more time they have to think going down the line. Got you. And and you've been prepping for it. Yep. Are you ready? We'll start easy. I like to start easy just to get the old juices flowing. Okay. <clears throat> what should be on everybody's playlist? One song that should be on everybody's playlist. No sleep till Brooklyn. Got it. Anything Eminem. Wow. 311. Golly. This is a, this, you guys are doing pretty good. I'm going to tell you that right now. So we'll stay on music. Your oh, minds God. are already there. So we're going we're gonna to go the other way now. So we're starting with, with okay. Amy on this end. What song best describes you? <laughs> she's a maniac. Okay. Dig it. Uh, what's the one I'm like, she's a little crazy? I don't know, you guys. <laughs> I'm terrible. Or she's a little no, crazy? It's, sounds like it's a country gotta song. be a country yeah. song. <laughs> little rock and roll? She's a little crazy. We'll just go with that. Which one? I don't even know the one. I don't even know. I'm terrible. Oh, that, that Do you want to sing Parton? it? Does it Kenny help Rogers? you if you sing it? No, because I'm, I'm totally tone deaf. So just let's just go anything with the word crazy. Let's find a song. Okay. Any one of those songs. All right. Okay. Um, Eye of the Tiger. Ooh. Yeah. That's some old school stuff. Okay. We're going to start. Now we'll start with Shannon. It's your turn to start. If there's a movie made about your life, who would play you? Uh, I'm really bad at the lightning round. I will tell you the movie that it would be, it would be Rudy, but I don't know who would play me. Okay. Drew Barrymore, maybe? Okay. That's good. That's fair. All right. Tara. Kristen Wiig. Okay. Because she's my favorite. Not that it's relatable, but I just think she's great. That's fine. You get to pick them. Um, the singer Pink, because we have similar hair. Oh, there you go. all right. So you guys are doing pretty good still. Um, what's your favorite part of trail running? Mm. Tara, go. Um, hitting the stop button on my watch. Ooh, that's a new one I haven't heard on the show before. I like that. Being done. Just that feeling. when you're Being done. done. Yeah, you're like, yes. I like that. Mother Nature never disappoints. Ever. Man, this is going to be an iconic lightning round. Quint- it's on. Heat's on it. Come on, Pink. What you got? 
I love that my legs can take me to places that most people will never see. These are all special answers. Jeez. All right, here we go. Um, if you're at home, TV's on. What are you watching? What's on right now? You walk in the door. What do you watch? Someone walks in the door. What are you watching? Gilmore Girls. Friends. Jazz pregame. <laughs> As she looks at the watch, that means, come on, man, I got to go watch a jazz, jazz pregame. They're playing the Pistons. It should be fine. Okay. Last question. We'll keep this one nice and easy. What have you learned from running? I don't know if we have a whole podcast for that. I've really tried to decompress that this year, Eric. What have you learned from it? Come to me last. <laughs> That's a pass, but we'll come back around. Shannon? Uh, t- to be a little nicer to myself. Like, I can do it. I can do it. Hmm. She's killing this show. I'm just saying. I know. I'm just saying. That's funny because I actually haven't trail run in a long time. It doesn't matter. <laughs> all your answers are like Mount Rushmore. So that's all I'm saying. It's true. <laughs> so and so now Tara goes and then Amy, you gotta follow that after that. So I'm like scrambling. What have you, like, I'm what, not gonna do that one. What have you learned from running? What have I learned from running or trail running? And I've thought about this a lot this past year with weird things that have come up that trail running is so much bigger than each of us like it is it is huge and there's such and we keep talking about community and I know I get made fun of sometimes just because of I always talk about that but community is so huge but like you get outside of even the U.S. like it's trail running is just one of the biggest things that sports maybe doesn't even talk about and we're just small little pieces of it but we each have that has made such an impact on who we are individually. And we bring it to our homes. We bring it into our work. We bring it into everything we do. But it is a huge thing all around the world. And it doesn't revolve around, excuse me, <clears throat> doesn't revolve around one specific. I'm not crying. I just lost my Pop voice. it up, Tara. Wow, that's crazy. <clears throat> there we go. So it doesn't revolve around <laughs> us, air. guys. <laughs> it's the air. It's the air. It's, uh, yeah, it's the bad air. But yeah, so trail running is just... It's just big. It's just huge. And it's just the coolest thing. It's the best sport ever. All right. Back to you now that you've had a day and a half to think about yeah, the I lightning round. Louise. <laughs> what was the question again? <laughs> what have you learned from running? As a last, that's what have you learned from running? I hate to disappoint. I, I got nothing. You I haven't I, learned anything from running? Well, I've learned a lot about myself, but. Uh, okay, there you go. Boom. Learned you a learned a lot about, about yourself. Look at that. How poetic is that? <laughs> it's not poetic at all. That's awesome. We're just going to have Shannon finish everything up all the time because she's got such well, great Well, it's too answers. late now. We just went <laughs> in our lab. We just end it with Shannon. I'm just excited that I think I found my like exit tagline from now on. It's just always going to be 80 out. 80 out. 80 that. out. We're going to see. You there should have go. a hat made yeah. for yes. the race. Yes. Oh. We're, we need a Ogden made. 80 out. 80 yeah. out. Hot. You should get the new no license pressure. plate with that on there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's fancy. It's cool. my new sign-off. It's good. Well, hey, thank you so much for taking the time. Rufa is such a special event. I'm glad we had you all on the show. Um, it is a big production. There's so many people involved to make it happen. Um, not just, you know, the run, the the participants, the volunteers, the crew, every, it's a community thing. Um, landowners, sponsors, partners, permitting, you name it. I mean, it's a big production um, and it is a special event. So if you can make it, um, please do. Um, it's going to be a great time. Again, the date on Rufa Malins is February 23rd and 24th. I'm going to be there. 
Um, and I'm not going up and down the mountain cause I don't want to sweat. Um, but I'm going to be there hanging out, helping out, doing my thing. Um, but yeah, love to see people there again, up for air.org is the website to go to. Huh? Up for Air series. Up for Air series. Up for Air series. And we'll have all this in the show notes, so don't panic if I say it wrong five times. And you know what? You can actually Google it. The web stuff is really good at finding things when you type it in. Mm, yeah. Um, cool. So, yeah. And also, don't forget about the pepper alleys. That's going to be super neat as well. Um, please show up. Check it out. Share with a friend. Let's make this uh, such a special year for all the events um, that they're doing. So thanks again for taking the time to join us. And uh, I'm looking forward to being there just a little over a month and a half away. Gosh, it's coming quick. Got the A-team here. I just want to say, Shannon, thank you so much for helping this show out. (laughs) Um, You're welcome. Yeah, I'm so glad you made it. (laughs) That was a tough one. No, it was great. Thank you all so much. Fantastic. Had a great time. And uh, yeah, we'll talk to you later. All right. This is Eric Manning with the Trail Manners podcast. 80 out and so are we. We're out. Thank you for listening to the Trail Manners podcast. We really want to thank Tara, Shannon, and Amy for joining us today. You can check more of the podcast and roof out at upforairseries.org. And I would like to encourage everybody to check it out, get involved, participate, whatever that looks like. It's for a great cause. I also want to encourage everybody to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Trail Manners, or swing by the website at trailmanners.com. There you can click the donate button or check out the store page for some cool Trail Manners swag, and both donations and purchases sure help the show. And you can always hit us up on the contact page or email me at manners at trailmanners.com. Let me know what you'd like to see, who you'd like to hear, or if you would like to be on the show. And don't forget to share us with your friends. And if you could take just a moment to subscribe to the show and leave us a rating or review on iTunes or Facebook, I truly would appreciate that. Don't worry, though. We have all the links in the show notes. Until next time, this is Eric Manning still reminding you, you don't get what you wish for. You get what you work for. Now go get it.